Dear listeners, welcome to the Create to Heal podcast, where we have conversations from the heart about life and leadership. Each episode, we explore what creativity and healing means to our invited guests. We invite people from all walks of life to join us, from all industries and all experiences. We always use poetry and creativity to engage audience participation. We look forward to connecting with you and sharing your gems of joy. Hey, everyone. I'm Patricia Barga. And I'm Melody Wong. And we are your co-hosts. Welcome to another episode of the Create to Heal podcast. In this episode, we're excited to be speaking with our wonderful guest, Jenny Baltazar. Jenny and I met on LinkedIn. A mutual friend introduced us thinking we might have something to talk about. Boy, do we have something to talk about. So Jenny, please tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself and your background. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I work as a transformational embodiment coach. That's my gift that I give to the world these days, but I have an extensive background working with people from a variety of health and healing modalities over many, many years. I'm trained as a counselor um, and I'm a yoga teacher. Um, But the most important thing I think to know about me is that I'm a mom and um, what that has brought to the power of who I am as a human being and what I've created in my life has really, most of that has come from, I would say, from being a mom. So I have had a vast array of experiences and a big part of my own healing journey has, and learning how to transform myself has brought me to this place in my life today where I can offer those things to other people. So. Well, you have a remarkable journey of grief and bereavement and compassion. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but here's our first question. And I know we're gonna have a great discussion around this. What is creativity to you? Mm, I love that question. So um, I think about this often. Um, Creativity has been um, a really vital part of my own process throughout my lifetime. And I'm coming to to terms with that. I think as I get older, I appreciate it more and more how um, allowing myself to be a creative being has given me the capability to be able to just grow into the fullest version of myself and really feel like authentic and to feel that I'm living my best life. And I often will say that um, I heal to write and I write to heal. So there's this element of, and same thing for dance. Dance has actually been a big part of my life. Um, And when I was younger, especially in dealing with trauma early on in my life, dance and movement was a way that I really helped to heal myself. And I didn't realize that until I got older and I was dancing less. And I was like, I'm not really in my body as much as I used to be and started to feel the need to do more of that. And I, and I came into yoga and I discovered yoga as a modality that really um, has helped myself. And I can also offer that to other people as a yoga teacher. Um, So when I think of creativity, I think of, I, I, I think a big part of it to me is, being able to receive. So being open, um, being vulnerable, um, the, the 
giving ourselves the permission to be open-hearted and really allowing things to move through us. So when we can um, dream and imagine, or even on a, you know, on a lesser scale, just to be inspired by something someone else is sharing with us, um, that that is, that's the gift. And if we're open to that, we can start to embody what that means for us. So we kind of take that in and we experience it. We hear a poem, we hear a story, um, we witness someone else's movement or we are dancing with someone and we start to feel that in our own soul. And we take that, embody that. And there's this like, there's this alchemy, I think that happens for me where when I'm creating, I'm receiving all of these messages, almost like a download of messages from the universe, from um, the people around me, from my own experiences. And then I really like start to discover what that means to my authentic self, like who I am. Um, and that starts to transform. It starts to transform into something. So it moves. There's this alchemy that happens with something that you've learned, or and the creative part. It might just change things in a small way, but it makes it true to you, and it makes it feel like it comes from a place from within you. Um, and then you, when you express that, you know whether it's through a, um, a touch, a contact with someone, a conversation, a piece of art. Um, that's the create part where you're, you're really bringing that creativity. I also use it in my work and I feel that, um, people are not accustomed to, uh, you know, as we get older, a lot of people are not accustomed to tapping into their creativity. And so that's where it kind of starts to link more into this, like this capacity to like uncover that creativity and how it helps us to expand and, um, really uncover who we are at our core. I like to imagine this beautiful flower. So you'll know the, the name of my business is Wild Blossom Coaching. So um, the concept behind that comes from being a wild being and discovering your wild, what makes you unique, what makes you stand out, um, but also um, the blossoming within ourselves, this deep inner core that we have and what can really kind of open up from inside of that and the capacity to do that and to create from that space. Um, even if it's, it doesn't have to be art, you know, create, creating doesn't have to be art. It can be being creative in your resilience. It can be, be creative in your resources, um, creative in the way that you're parenting trying something new and something that feels like it's an integration of all that you are and then bringing that to the surface in a new way. You so eloquently brought beautiful things to light about creativity. First of all, you said allowing self to be creative. Oh my goodness. Yes. Permission granted. <laughs> I give myself permission. There's a, a good friend of mine named Patty Aubrey who started a course called Permission Granted. And it's mm -hmm. funny how little permission we give ourselves, particularly as women. So thank you for that. Allowing self to be open and vulnerable and open to receiving. Yes, receiving. Again, um, give, 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 give 
what do we get in return? Are we open and giving ourselves permission to receive? One of the greatest gifts we all have is our imagination. And you so eloquently talked about imagination and alchemy. I love that word. I know it's an old outdated word, but to me, Mm. it's changing leaded situations into gold. You're changing something difficult into something better. You're transitioning through, you're moving through, as you also said, you know, you're getting through one side of a situation to the other. And that's creative. That is a creative endeavor. And being creative in your resilience. Uh, You are one of the most resilient people we've met and talked to of late. And this definitely segues into Melody's next question. Thank you, Patricia. Um, Before we get into the next question, Jenny, thank you so much for sharing. That was such a brilliant take on creativity. And I love what you said about stepping into and rediscovering your wild um, and being fully integrated into all that you are. Um, I feel that, you know, creativity, like Patricia mentioned, is sort of like a ripple effect, right? When we witness others in their creative state, that can inspire us and vice versa. And we feel this joy um, to witness that unfolding and um, that transmutation and transcendence. So that was so powerful. Thank you, Jenny. Um, our, Our second question is, what is healing to you? So, um, I think probably the best place to start, if it's okay, to, is to share a bit about my own healing journey. Um, and I, I'll be able to explain more through that um, and what I, how I've been able to offer that to, uh, to others. Um, so I've lived through my own trauma in my life, my own experiences, but the, the biggest turning point, I think for me and my healing journey was, um, when I lost my husband. So I lost my husband to suicide, um, and the father of my three children. And it was, um, the most difficult, heartbreaking experience of my lifetime to say the least. Um, and I, I don't think that I realized how many tools I had, luckily, um, I was blessed with before I went into this new part of my life. Um, and others around me really helped me to rediscover or realize or just remember um, what the capacity that I had. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I... I found on that journey after losing him that I had the responsibility of myself, my own, my own things that I needed to go through my own grief, my own process. And of course, all the logistical things. So the change, complete change of life. It was like our, like we were living on a scorched planet, like everything that we knew was gone. Um, So to begin to grow again and to be able to heal together as a family, I knew that there was going to have to be something, something was going to have to change because going back into our old paradigm was not going to work. Um, or at least it didn't feel like it would for us, it, for us, it wasn't the right thing. So, 
starting new, starting new in a lot of ways, but also that continuing to, to receive, which I, you know, is such an important word to me because I was always, I've always been such a giver. And then I think after going through this experience, um, so many people came to support us and to surround us with love. And we are blessed with all of that. And I, immediately thought, oh, I don't need this. I can do this alone. I'm just going to keep trying to figure it out. And all of the thoughts that come into our head, trying to we kind of go into this like isolation mode, plus like the grief of losing someone. And, and then in this way, which is so beyond like, like you just don't even know how to talk about it. Most people don't. So I wanted to kind of go into hibernation and I resisted that. Um, and I allowed people to lift us up and I allowed people to, to support us. And, um, I, I took the opportunity with my children to move to a new place where I had my brother's support, um, and his family was there. My kids' cousins were there. Um, yeah. And so like feeling that being in this new space, the most important thing. So this leads to the healing, the healing, the more healing to, to be possible when you're in a space where I always said, I felt like I could breathe finally, like when we got there and I, I was able to pause and notice how this experience was affecting me. Um, and I think we, you know, we all do this to some extent, of course, but I think that we're there. We're very quick when we have, when we're going through a deeply emotional experience to like try to pick up the pieces really quickly and then get back to what we're doing. You know, it's like, Oh, I need to get back to my business. I had a business. I had a healing arts practice. And I was like thinking, Oh, I have to get back to that. Or I need to get my kids to soccer, just the basic practical things. But somehow this experience was different and didn't allow for that. It just didn't feel like that was the right thing. So it almost forced me to stop and to pause and, um, and be with myself and sit with some very difficult emotions, like things that I was, had a hard time with for so many years, you know, it was just being angry and being frustrated and feeling a lot of guilt um, and just, and then as the joy starts to come in, those moments start to come in and then you start to feel guilty about feeling joyful. And then you start to, you know, so there's this ebb and flow um, that happens within grief and sudden grief. I think it's, um, it can be extreme at times, you know, this, this like feeling of guilt and confusion and just the, the drastic shift. So really like learning to embody those emotions rather than saying, okay, I, I can't be angry about this, or I just need to push through this, or where are we going to be? And where are we going to be next week? If I don't do this, like feeling this impulse to kind of push through. Um, and I, I was able to do that because I was being held by friends and family. And I did have the support to do that into the time to breathe the space to, to do that. So, um, I think that healing involves a sense similar to creating, you know, where you are giving yourself the opportunity, um, the space 
to pause and to kind of take things in as they need to integrate into your body um, and really feel them, not just cry and then feel guilty for crying. Oh, I shouldn't be crying so much. It's like, I literally started wearing my emotions, you know, as I was moving through my day, you know, and my kids were doing the same thing. So I had to take their feelings into consideration too. And often it was hard for me to be able to express certain things because they were feeling so good and vice versa. My one child would, my youngest, in fact, she struggled terribly with a lot of um, anger towards me because to her, it was like, where did dad go? You know, I'm like, why is he not here anymore? And I had to hear that all the time and try to explain to a 21 month old, you know, what's happening and like, and just basically trying to create an emotional safe space for her. Um, So we did a lot of book reading and we did a lot of um, healing of our relationship, you know, and her being close, being close to each other, healing together, you know, that all of us as a family learning to um, bring in meditation as something that we did together as a family and learning to move together and, and just, gentle movement and then it became music you know more music in our lives again and really trying to create opportunities for joy because boy we needed that (laughs) so um yeah looking really deeply inside yourself and listening to what you need um and not feeling so rushed I think that's the other part of grief um transformation that is so important because we we set these timelines around grief and people think um, often anyway, that, you know, you get over it, you get through it, you move on to the next thing, you, a couple of weeks like might go by and then, and people start to fade away too. You have all this support and then people move on in their own lives. And so they're not as, as impacted by what you're going through. So you have to kind of figure out for yourself how much, how much you just, I think it's slowing down and how much time you need. And I always say now, like there's no rush for anything really, because uh, every day is a gift. And the people who are in front of us right now, just like I'm here with you are a gift to me. And to be able to have these conversations um, and to be present for that as fully as I possibly can. Um, that's what's going to help me to, to heal is to really be in that moment with, with each of you and the people that I cross paths with throughout the day. Um, and I do my best to work with my clients in the way that I'm hundred percent present and creating space for them to be able to do that. And when I see the biggest transformations in them are when they're able to uncover for themselves, like this creative power, you know, and the wisdom inside themselves, it's really this kind of like uncovering them. They start to light up because they realize, wow, it's really in there. I just needed to, I just needed to listen to it. I just needed to stop and give myself the time um, to heal and to create something new and to create a life that 
feels right for them. Uh, I think that when we try to fit into a life that other people expect us to live, I think that for me, I will speak from my experience and I see this with others. Um, it holds us back from true transformation and true healing um, and feeling that we're living in our higher selves and really becoming the people that we want to be and being just being who we want to be. So surround your yourself with people that make you feel good about being you and 100% you, all of you, and then giving yourself the time to move through all of the feelings and it's all okay. Yeah. So I think that encompasses a lot of what I feel like you know, I could go on and on, <laughs> as you can tell. But there's um, definitely a parallel for me with the healing and the creating and all, all of it's important. Being in the tangles of life, I like to say, there's this like living in the tangles of life. So if you can do that and know that part of your journey is going to be this pain and the sorrow and the and this uncomfortableness, but then uh, at once you break yourself open and allow all of that with an open heart to flow, there's, there's, there will be joy on the other side of that and there will be hope um, and it's uncomfortable and takes time to do that. And it doesn't mean it's not going to come again, especially with grief. It comes all over and over again. You feel these waves. I'm sure you've heard people say that with grief. Um, but it, it, it feels like you have more, maybe the alchemy is the, better, the best word to bring it back to again. You know, you have this, creative process, you have your writing, you have your movements, you have each other, your connections with others. And each time you go through a wave of grief, a wave of difficulty in your life, if you're creatively resilient and can reach out to and connect with some of those things that are, have helped you in the past, even just the slightest bit meditation for me has been a big way of, of healing as well and, and forms um, a lot of the work that I do. And so that becomes smoother, that practice, that practice over and over. And each time I go through that, I'm also practicing being, being um, you know, more fully myself and totally human, you know, just fully human. Thank you so much. I just wanted to jump in for two seconds. Um, life is messy, uh, as you suggest. It's <laughs> it messy. Yes. And a number of years ago, I took this wonderful um, course. Uh, it was a certification course in compassionate bereavement. And uh, mm. the woman who taught, uh, teaches this once a year is world renowned for her work. And she would say time and time and time and time again, there is no time limit on grief. Yes. You got to get in there. You got to feel it. Do not ever think you have to push through it. It could be a lifetime. It could be six months, a year. It's up to you, but just get in there and there should be no pressure to get through it quickly. So thank you for reminding us about that. Yes, of course. Yeah, definitely, Jenny. Your story is just so powerful. And just listening to you talk and going through the journey with you, it is 
so moving to me. Um, you were able to really sit with the grief and all these other difficult emotions, and you were able to honor all the parts of you, like you and Patricia were talking about. It does take time, and that time is that necessary gift to yourself to to honor the mosaic of who you are. Yeah. Um, and I really resonated with your your wisdom. And it's that unlearning and relearning also on a day, day to day, on a moment to moment basis. Um, and like you so eloquently said, is this the human experience and we're all, we're all here for it too. And so thank you so much for sharing your healing journey with us, this continual, beautiful healing journey. Hmm. Thank you for having me here. And now for the flow portion of the Create to Heal podcast. This week, instead of giving you a creative writing prompt, I'm going to suggest the following. Please go to Google Play or Apple Computer's App Store, search for Create to Heal. It's a mindfulness app and it's free. On this app, you will experience four different guided meditations. And I'd love to have you experience those in a progression and then tell us about your experience with them. The first one is all about breath. The second one is having a conversation with your heart. The third one is taking you on a journey to your high self or your most creative self. And the fourth one is taking you on a journey to find your most wise and brilliant self. So again, please go to Google Play or Apple Computers App Store and download Create to Heal. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Create to Heal podcast. We are so grateful for this journey and the time we've shared together. We invite you to send us your gems of joy. Please email us at pv at patriciavarga.com. My initials pv at patriciavarga.com. We look forward to connecting with you on our next Create to Heal episode. Thank you.